Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Sarah Panus. Sarah is a brand storytelling strategist, podcast host with Marketing with Empathy, and owner of Kindred Spirit Consulting. She's on a mission to make people's days better by creating useful and more meaningful connections between brands and consumers. Sarah does this by using the power of empathy and data infused with storytelling to improve the lives of content marketing professionals and the people their brands serve. Pulling from 20 years of experience helping billion-dollar brands drive leading ROI through brand storytelling, she helps content marketers attract top-funnel leads that drive bottom-funnel results. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Sarah Panus. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Well, first off, Sarah, why do you do what you do? Mm, Okay, so storytelling is something I've spent the last 20 years doing in different ways, Um, whether it was on PR or leading social or influencer marketing or content marketing teams and SEO and all the things. And really, the the short answer is that I love the connections that it creates. And I've seen firsthand the ROI that those connections drive for a business. And really, Several years ago, I I found myself after doing this for about 20 years at that time, I just really found myself wanting to feel like all the hours I was putting into work were actually meaningful and that the work I was doing was valuable to my company and the audiences that we served and to me and my family and just having that sanity and doing that smart creative work, right? I think we all want to feel like what we're doing is important and it feels good, right? So we're, we're raring to go each day you know, when we come back. And I have personally seen the benefit of narrative storytelling and helping to connect and attract track those upper funnel leads, those new people into your business and engage them and get them to be aware and consider you down into mid funnel. That really just helps. It's the lifeblood of a company, right? We need leads. We need people to talk to. And once we have offers or services, or we need to ask them for their help to come in, you need to have those engaged folks. And storytelling is a great way of doing it um, because it doesn't, it, it, it's not like promotional content where your audience gets sick of it. If it, if you have value-driven storytelling, like it's of value to your audience, they'll keep consuming it over and over again. And guess what? They'll share it. And so it's a great way to build that loyalty and long-term um, advocacy with your customer base. And talk to me about your FED method. You mentioned that before we started recording. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So FED stands for focus, empathy, and data. And just like our bodies need like three things to thrive, um, your storytelling plans do too. And so that is focus, empathy, and data. And so how this all comes to life is um, really quickly, like a top line, is that it helps you ultimately, these things will help give you like a blueprint so that you know what to focus on, what to say yes to, what to say no to. And it helps you be consistent in the types of things you're talking about so that your audience isn't confused. Um, And then also so that they see the repetition of what you want them to hear. Okay. So with focus, my recommendation is to identify three storytelling pillars. Um, These are overarching kind of umbrellas, if you will, of what all of your narrative storytelling can ladder under throughout the whole year. And 
um, just like people, we need food, exercise, and sleep to thrive. Your plan needs focus, empathy, and data. And so um, with the three storytelling pillars, what you want to think about are what are like three overarching topics um, that matter to your brand, but also matter to your customer base? Like what are things that they're interested in hearing about from you? And my reco ed is that the third one is always like a wild card, um, meaning it's something that's very unique and different about your specific brand because that paired with your other two storytelling pillars, that makes you you that makes you different and not sound like every other company that's out there so a specific example like for me is my three storytelling pillars for my kinder speak consulting business are content marketing creativity and then my third one which is kind of a wild card is child trafficking but this is something i talk about because i actually donate a portion of all of my profits to fund child trafficking rescue missions with this amazing nonprofit called international justice mission and um and that's me like that's like something important to me right um so that would be the recommendation when you're thinking about those three umbrellas with focus um think of the third one kind of being a little bit of a wild card and the next then is empathy filters so empathy i just made up that term empathy filters but i mean we've been hearing a lot about empathy i've been talking about it a lot before it was like really popular i feel like um and i speak about a lot of storytelling examples i have empathy on my marketing with empathy podcast that you mentioned but with empathy this is all about connecting heart to heart mind to mind so this is um finding better ways to connect and communicate with your audience and really like cognitive empathy it's like the by definition it is how it helps you um um, understand how a person feels and what they might be thinking. I'm not saying you're going to be a mind reader and know exactly what they're feeling. There's a lot of ways you can get into empathy. And then the last one is data. With data, um, what I say is put on your content investigator hat. And I don't, I'm going to give you a lot of examples. This doesn't mean you have to look in all of these. So don't get overwhelmed if you don't have access to all of these things. But the goal is that you want to look in more than one place because otherwise your data is kind of skewed and you're not really getting a true feel for how people are feeling because they might just be feeling that way in only this one place, but everywhere else they're not. Um, so what you should measure, what I like to look at is, um, my first and favorite place to look actually is SEO, search engine optimization. So there's a lot of great, you don't, you do not have to be an SEO expert to get SEO insights of what people are typing on in, in Google and what are they looking for? I love it because it gives you such a unfiltered view of what someone's looking for. So there's several free places um, you can look for SEO insights. There's answerthepublic.com. It's my favorite one. Um, there's also keywordtool.io. There are the social platforms themselves, like Pinterest is a great one. When in the search bar, you can search, type in and see what people are starting to search for. And Google itself, even like when you're on Google ad um, or for you know, those listening, like if you ever notice when you're typing in something into Google to search for and it auto like populates a bunch of other suggested topics like that right below what you're typing, that's Google telling you that those things are popular. That's what uh, popular searches other people have been looking for. And then um, also when you get into that first page of results, you've clicked enter to whatever you're searching for, like one of your storytelling pillar topics, scroll to the very bottom of page one on Google, and there's a related searches section. So right there as well is Google telling you, hey, here's some other really popular searches around what you just looked for um, that we've seen across Google. So there's just some great free places that you can look. And I love to look at that because whenever I've leaned into SEO insights for storytelling, 
those pieces of content for brands have ranked in like the top 10 best performers for the year. So it's great sentiment of like, if somebody's looking for, I had a sleep client I worked with for many years. Um, you know, why do I sweat when I sleep? Um, should I sleep with the window open? You know, I mean, there's so many things that people are just typing in and asking for that maybe as a brand, you might be like, huh, we never would have actually talked about that or answered that, but it's very relative to what we do. So sure, let's be the expert and answer that question and talk to some people and make it a, a narrative editorial story. And Sarah, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? <laughs> this is a hard one because I don't have a lot of people that I really define as a hero. Um, but I, right now, I very much admire certain business people. And I would say Sarah Blakely from Spanx is someone that I'm like super admirable of. Um, she does that because of how she leads. So she leads through storytelling. She does a great job being the face of her brand. She's grown it um, from nothing to billions and just been so, so successful. So she's someone right now that I think is doing a great job and a great example of a CEO of a company and how you can lead from a storytelling lens. And lastly, Sarah, how can somebody contact you? And then in terms of how people can connect with me topic and you want to learn how to do it better and to connect with your audience through empathy and data, head on over to my podcast. It's called Marketing with Empathy. And then um, you can check me out on my website at kindredspeak.com. And, and then I'm also really active on LinkedIn. You can just search for Sarah Panous there. All right. Sarah Panous, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thanks so much, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.